0: Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. Cutting Edge of the Cannabis Industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now.
1: Hi, thanks for tuning in to NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore, with the National Cannabis Industry Association. Today, we're talking with some NCIA members who run a creative branding agency by the name of Wise. Creating Compelling Brands, Storytelling, Strategy, and the Like. So my guests are Carolyn Geron and Lily K. from this company, CannaWise. Welcome both to the show. Thanks for joining me.
2: And Thank you for
1: having us. Awesome. Great. Glad to have you both. Um, So before we talk about CannaWise, let's get to know each of you a little bit better and hear about your background, and what it is you were doing before getting involved in the wild world of cannabis. Uh, So, Carolyn, can you tell me a little bit about
2: you and and what brought you here? Absolutely. Uh, Thank you, Bethany. I had an agency called Subset in downtown San Francisco, and we worked on uh, packaging and product design and development, for a variety of clients, um, including Williams-Sonoma, as well as a lot of nonprofit clients as well in uh, recycling conservation and public works launches. And we also worked with Chronicle Books, uh, creating and designing the three-book anti-bride series. (laughs) And I also worked as senior editor for an international romance travel magazine and launched a wedding technology conference.
1: Interesting. So anti-bride. I'm going to have to go check that one out. That's got a certain ring to it. (laughs) Uh, So what got you in into cannabis? What made you take this shift?
2: Well, it's funny. I I think that creative problem solving isn't um, industry specific. I think that all industries need to look great in the marketplace and also represent themselves in the most credible and authentic way that they need to. And whether you're designing for Williams Sonoma or Chronicle Books or a farmer in Yukaya, it's the same skill set and and needs. And it, whether it's a logo, a brand, or a huge campaign, you still have to solve a, a problem and mm. and and get them sorted. And the creative challenge is, it's not really industry specific. It's just what our job is.
1: Got it. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so Lily, let's let's move to you here and talk about what you were doing and and where your background lies and then what pushed you into the cannabis space.
3: Yeah, um, so I had, a, had my own design agency for the past ten years, mostly working in the nonprofit field, like in environmental and social justice nonprofits. Cool. And I also did a whole bunch of green consumer products like for uh, baby baby care and like female care. And uh, my clients have been both in the U.S. and Europe. That's actually how Carolyn and I first worked together. We uh, were working for a client called Lunette. It's an innovative menstrual product. And we were a natural team, worked really well together. We grew their online sales by 800% in one year. So, wow. yeah, we, we can get results done. Cool. Absolutely. Well-
1: that's interesting, there's there's some cannabis products that are being uh, sold to women or or advertised to women to help with their monthly woes as well, so it sounds like you have some experience from other products aimed at advertising toward that demographic mm-hmm. as well. That's excellent, and I love to see all these different interesting ways of marketing cannabis to various ailments and issues, so excellent. Um, so moving on, and thank you both for sharing a bit more about your background in, in branding and marketing. Um, so the moment you decided to bring your business into the cannabis industry and movement, there had to have been a moment when you'd really jump in. And what was your experience with cannabis prior to moving your business into this space?
2: Well, uh, this is Carolyn. I attended the New West Summit last year, last October. And I was so inspired by the thought leadership and the speakers, the caliber, the attendees and exhibitors. And then, of course, Richard Branson was the keynote. I was so moved by the event that I called Lily the very next morning at the crack of dawn on a Saturday and said, we should absolutely bring our A game to this space to help our clients do the same, because the space has changed a lot since I was in high school. and (laughs) It's probably why I didn't embrace the lifestyle, but today there's so many delicious options to enjoy low-dose cannabis, like Defense Chocolate, Garden Society, Humboldt. Um, I never would have thought to use weed for wellness previously. And when I look at platforms like NCIA and HelloMD and uh, dispensaries such as Harvest, Barbary Coast, and Harborside, I feel like the educational aspects of the industry are far and above different than it was when I was a high school student buying whatever I could. (laughs) Yeah, sure. I can totally relate to that.
1: Um, I, I mean, I think what people knew about cannabis anecdotally where there wasn't much research behind it, now that conversation is changing as we have more case studies and more uh, personal testimonials about healing and wellness with the plant. And, And I think a lot of people knew that a long time ago but couldn't really prove it. And now the conversation is moving in such a way where we do have information about positive impacts to people's health through this plant and its various components. So I'm super excited as well to know that there are certain strains that are good for certain certain ailments ranging from pain to anxiety. It's, it's an exciting time for cannabis for sure. And we have our work cut out for us. Totally. Um, So that being said, your company, Canowise, is, quote, small but mighty, as you say on your website. You're a team of two, uh, and you have some design and brand experts on your team as well. Um, So go ahead and and, uh, tell me more about your company. And you you said you launched shortly after the New West Summit last year. Just tell me more about your company and your team and, and what you're doing for the cannabis industry.
2: Well, we're both agency gals and we're classically trained designers, art directors and copywriters. We've been to the show and it's not always easy to see the effect of your work on an industry and larger industries like, for instance, technology. So we love the space because it's hugely satisfying with being able to improve um, life for our clients We both do the ideation, big idea research and sketching. Um, I focus on the bird's eye view, art direction, messaging, strategy, and writing. And what we bring is triple bottom line methodology, which is people, planets, and profits in equal measure. Love it. And we work just as hard for our farming client, who's never done a logo in his life, as we (laughs) do for an edible company at a national scale. And I think my favorite thing is helping clients see themselves sometimes for the first time and then seeing the look on their face during a presentation. is like Christmas morning for us.
1: Wow. Yeah. Um, Do you have anything else to add?
3: Um, Yeah. So actually, like, can I kind of respond the previous question a little bit? Of course. So like my background is um, I tried weed in college and didn't really care for it that much. And But now I know that what I was doing then was just, like, really shitty weed. <laughs> uh-huh. So <laughs> learning now, like, moving to California, exploring, like, a more holistic style, I've rediscovered cannabis. And now mm. now I'm, like, really lo- loving all the different kinds of products that they are. So in that way, I'm, I'm kind of the new cannabis consumer, like, the person who might have tried it in the past, but is now, as it's getting legal... Rediscovering it and all the different ways you can do microdosing and edibles and pictures and all those lovely things now. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think there's a, a market like yourself out there for sure of people who, like you, just had the experience they had when they were younger and now are rediscovering the world of cannabis and what it can offer and all the different wonderful ways you can approach it. And I'm sure it gives a company like yours a lot of opportunity to see all of this through fresh eyes and, mm-hmm. and to come up with marketing Uh, branding strategies that reflect that, that reach that kind of new consumer or returning consumer, as it were. Um, Okay, so thank you for sharing that. We're going to take a quick break, a quick commercial break, but we'll be right back to talk more with Carolyn and Lily from the branding agency, CannaWise, when we return from the commercial break on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice.
0: NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors.
3: Running a successful cannabis business isn't easy. Successful businesses need to have strong people to achieve long-term results. At Live Advisors, we believe people are the heart of business, and training people can help you infinitely grow your business. Learn more about our offerings at liveadvisors.com.
0: Approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. StrainWise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com. Okay,
1: we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio I'm your host, Bethany Moore. And if you're just joining us, I'm speaking with Carolyn Giron and Lily Kaninen from the branding agency Canna Wise. Uh, so let's just jump right in. Design and packaging, this is part of your purview. It's a huge topic in the industry right now because of tons of regulations intending to prevent children from accessing or advertising to children or other inappropriate audiences. So, for example, most of us know there's issues surrounding edible products like gummy bears because gummy bears as a candy are traditionally marketed to children. But I, might, I may note that adult vitamins do come in gummy bear format as well. Um, but from your perspective, how is this working out when we look at cannabis?
3: Yeah, the uh, keeping up with the regulations—that's the biggest challenge in the packaging field for sure, because it's constantly changing and moving. Um, I believe it's up to us in the industry to help the regulators. Like, don't give them reason to regulate. Like, let's self-regulate and be Mm -hmm. smart about things, because none of us wants to market cannabis to kids. Agree. (laughs) (laughs) So, and that sounds like the work that NCIA and you guys are doing is so important. Like, you're telling what the industry wants the regulators to know and telling us in the industry what the regulators want to do. Cause like we know that sometimes they take things overly cautiously, like the gummy bear thing
1: uh-huh.
3: and, or like recently in California they wanted to ban cannabis company logos on t-shirts and hats and such. I saw Cause like that. They, yeah. they were worried that like having cool merch, cannabis merch would make it, like enticing for kids and pool. (laughs) of course it would have been like a real nightmare logistically, like actually like, okay, so we couldn't have trade show t-shirts giveaways or even like dispensary staff couldn't have hats and shirts with the company logo as their uniform. So yeah, I I love,
1: I love my dispensary (laughs) hoodies. I'm, I'm making a hoodie collection from all the dispensaries I can. I've got Canuvo from Maine I've got Spark
2: from the Bay Area anyway. So, hey, yeah, we got
3: hats. That, we got
2: hats. We got Americana. We've got extreme gardening. What exactly. else? We got? Growth hats. So, this hack. is an example
1: of a regulation that goes too far, and we're glad that that didn't last too long, right? That, that got resolved pretty quickly.
2: Yes. Good. Exactly. <laughs> So the first time in the history of like advertising that we have to worry about making something look not cool, but uh. <laughs> but we will never do that because we want to we have a cool product that we we want to make more cool,
1: sure. Is- I mean, the exception there would be on the medical side where okay. young children with epilepsy are being. You know, given the concentrates of high CBD, in order to help control their symptoms, but totally. that's even marketed in a completely different way on like a medical different. platform as well. Yeah, and yeah. It's for lately. the parents. Yeah,
3: sure. Okay, you're right. Okay.
1: It's for the parents. It's, the kids not going to go. Hey, mom, can I try this? Yeah, you're absolutely <laughs> right.
2: Right. <laughs> After mom, if this is right for you, that would be an <laughs> interesting commercial. <laughs> the commercial will never do. Agree.
1: Mm. <laughs> um. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, so, NCIA has a packaging and labeling committee, uh, which I hope you do, you will join uh, next time the committee application window opens up. Uh, and we they published a white paper uh, about best practices and recommendations for the industry. Uh, I think you ladies had a chance to review that. What did you find important about this report that was generated by
3: NCIA's Packaging and Labeling Committee? Oh my gosh! Like this is such a great resource because um, it's like everything in one document instead of you having to go and like find the actual legal documents that are in like legalese that's difficult to understand. This document has everything in one place, including the federal like FDA labeling requirements for cosmetics and such and food plus all the different states cannabis regulations with like actual examples of how to word things. So it makes it Mm. so easy. Like I, I started highlighting the good bits when I was reading it on the PDF and like I ended up highlighting like 80% of it.
1: (laughs) So it's all good information. Glad to hear they did a good job.
3: It's a keeper for sure. Excellent. It's great,
2: well, it's great for clients too. Like it, before they even hire you to do anything, they should read this document and then know what the parameters are, so we can not waste time and just get her done. You know.
1: Yeah, I guess it's good at explaining your boundaries and limitations surrounding the regulations. There is that right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Cool. Well, if any listeners are interested in checking out the white paper about cannabis packaging and labeling regarding regulatory recommendations, you can go to our website, thecannabisindustry.org and under the resources tab, there is a section called industry reports and webinars and it's currently right at the top of that page. Uh, It's a PDF when you click on it. So I do recommend anybody interested in learning more to go ahead and take in this this white paper. Um, So moving right along, and I'm glad you guys got a chance to review that as well. Um, So let's say you have a brand new client and they've never had professional branding or marketing design for them. You even mentioned earlier like a farmer who's never had a logo before. He's just busy growing things right he never thought about a logo so where do you start there what are the first things on your checklist you go over what's the process like
3: yeah that's a huge part of our process is like we we are here to hold your hand and kind of educate and guide you through it explain it like what you should do and also like why you should do and why it matters Mm -hmm. and like how a brand is much more than just designing a logo we, we have a wide range of clients from, like, the farmers to machinery, edibles companies, dispensaries, like, basically the whole industry, and they all need to look good. Some are B2B, some are B2C. Carolyn, do you want to explain yeah, our process?
2: Absolutely. So it's it starts with, you know, I'll use our farmer uh, questionnaire, intake interview, competitive analysis, roadmap, and deep dive. So if you're a client, you want to decide what is your must list and your wish list. And they're, they're radically different. They're generally uh, predicated by budget. And, yeah. and some clients are coming into a creative agency for the very first time, and they want everything, but they don't need everything. And many times we say no to work, because just because you're recently funded and flush with cash doesn't mean you need an expensive industrial film if that eats up your whole budget and then it's like the tree in the forest does anyone hear it can you even afford to market it so Mm, mm -hmm. we advise clients against doing things all the time we also help them strategize the if this then that scenario and help them roadmap their activities tied to the conferences tied to their budgets based on their business and we have a few that have said why are you turning down work but burning through their investment capital isn't going to help anyone. It's not going to help us. It's not going to help them. And because we stand by everything we do, um, having a client that's thrilled with the process only brings more abundance into our agency. And so uh, the results and the brand are everything. We want our clients to be happy and we want it to work for them.
1: Well, that's great. It sounds like you don't just throw every single marketing option at them right at the oh. onset. It's it's a it's a very metered, strategic process that grows and scales along with that person's business. So that sounds really great. Uh, before we jump over to commercial break, we have just one minute. Are there any other
2: fun projects you're working on right now in the cannabis space you can tell us about? Absolutely. Uh, we're working on with Laloo printing company on the new West summit uh commemorative limited edition gift poster for the exhibitors. I'm also That's working fun. on a, yeah, I can't wait to see it printed. Um, I'm working on a book with a national publisher. Lily's working on the illustrations and we're including a few cannabis thought leaders in it. It's about the resistance. And uh, onboarding clients and getting ready to uh, not only speak at New West Summit but also support uh, a couple of new clients at MJ BizCon. So we're we're super uh, excited about that too. Great, yeah. yeah.
1: New New West Summit is in early October in Oakland.
2: Is that right? The twelfth, yes. thirteenth is the twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth, and fifteenth. Awesome, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Our executive director, Aaron Smith, should be speaking there as well. So, folks that are attending that will be able to hear from our executive director. Right. Uh, okay, so we're going to jump to a commercial break real quick, and then we'll be right back to wrap up our episode talking with Carolyn and Lily. Stay tuned.
0: NCIA's cannabis industry voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. company on the OTC, symbol MCIG.
1: Introducing Blue Moon CBD, straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special
3: nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get
1: relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD.
0: the business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got
1: to tend to me on crops, channel. You know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc.
0: Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Only on CannabisRadio.com
1: okay we are back on ncia's cannabis industry voice i'm your host bethany moore and i'm talking with carolyn and lily from the ncia member canna wise specializing in branding and marketing for cannabis companies um so lily one thing i know about you Uh, Being active in politics and rule writing is important for everyone in this industry. You just kind of have to be an activist in addition to being a business person. So you are really active on a local level working on lifting the ban on cannabis businesses in the city of Alameda, California. And you're also working in step with the mayor and city council. Kudos. Can you tell us more (laughs) about what's going on there?
3: Yeah, so my hometown is a little island town in the East Bay, San Francisco Bay Area, Um, and they had a dispensary like years ago, but that dispensary wasn't really playing by the rules, and they got shut down by by the city, Mm. and that's when the city enacted a ban on all cannabis businesses. Mm. So. I'm actively involved in Alameda Island Cannabis Community. It's a nonpartisan advocacy group founded by Sharon Golden. And we've been working on educating our elected officials and the mayor for the past six months. And um, it's worked so well. Like, we've only been doing it for six months, a little under six months, actually. And now we have the majority vote, the city council voted to allow all kinds of cannabis businesses from cultivation to like testing labs and dispensaries too. Yay. Um, so from no votes, we went to five votes and it's all happening so fast. It's very exciting. So basically what we're doing on a small town level is what you guys are doing on like the national level. So it's, it's been really exciting to see it like democracy in action basically.
1: Absolutely. I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's very important to be involved at the local level as well as at the national level, which is the role NCIA plays. Um, So tell me how you guys got involved in NCIA and you're also members of CCIA, our state affiliate, the California Cannabis Industry Association. So you're joining into this network of NCIA's membership, which is over 1,400 businesses. As of this morning, it's still growing. Uh, So how did you get involved with NCIA?
2: Well, it's as simple as walking by the CCIA booth at New West. I met Ben Bradley, and we immediately hit it off. Um, We saw the group at uh, MJ BizCon, and we just got to talking, and... You know, they told us about um, NCIA and the quarterly caucus and the awesome conference you just had in June, which was one of our favorite conferences of the year. We love the personal connection and um, learned a lot about the great work you do. This white paper is saving us, like, years off our life. And, and, <laughs> awesome. and, we, be- and we, we became members because we also like the fact that the, the NCIA conference in Oakland, there were – friendly faces from, you know, other places we've been. And we felt like we were part of a a tribe and a community. And we feel like you do a lot of great work in creating that feeling. And it made us um, proud to be a part of this industry. And a lot of it's because of CCIA and NCIA, like good people and good business, good organization.
1: So glad to hear. And uh, we'll be back in California uh, well, by the time this episode airs, the conference will be over, but I'm getting ready to head to Anaheim for our California Cannabis Business Conference. Um, so back to NCIA membership before we wrap up this episode here. Uh, what's your favorite
2: part about
1: being a member of NCIA?
2: Uh, the leadership helps us make decisions and it educates us quickly about things we need to know. Um, I think I mentioned the conferences, caucuses, and mixers are great for keeping up with thought leaders, making new friends, and creating strategic alliances. We've met big players in this space and small players in the space. We like the fact that it's inclusive and especially friendly towards women in the space. It means a lot to me that women are so respected in this space. And we felt nothing but um, just welcome from everyone. Mm-hmm. It's great
1: to hear. Yeah. Our, our industry has more female executives and C-level suite executives than most other industries. So we do have that to be proud of. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're wrapping up this episode now, and I want to thank you both for joining me today. And I look forward to seeing you at upcoming NCIA events, ranging from the quarterly cannabis caucus networking events, Uh, We are there every quarter, every three months in both Northern California and Southern California, and we'll be rolling out our 2018 calendar for those events very soon. Um, And we also have various other conferences that are more national that I hope to see both of you at as well, including the Seed to Sale show in February here in Denver, Colorado. So thank you both again for joining us.
2: Thanks so much. Thank you for having us. And we'll see you at um, all the shows this fall. All the shows.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Thank you both very much. Have a good one. And thanks for tuning in to NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice.